It's no secret the NFL has a problem with race. Think Colin Kaepernick. Think Brian Flores. But this isn't a new problem. It's one that started as far back as the 1930s, with a ban on Black players in the NFL, with a past that informs the present. Blackballed is a new miniseries podcast from The Ringer about the four men who broke the color barrier in football. I'm your host, Chelsea Stark-Jones. Blackballed is dropping soon on The Ringer NFL feed. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Draft Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by Danny Kelly, Ben Sloak, and Craig Korolbeck. And it is the best day of the year. It is NFL <laughs> Free Agency, which can only mean one thing. It is time for the third annual Adam Schefter drinking game. It's time. Woo. Is that already the third time? This is amazing. I think so. Nothing it's like drinking on a all. Tuesday afternoon, man. <laughs> Free Agency, baby. Legal tampering. We don't period. have a problem. Yeah. We are, as far as I know, the only podcast in the world that recaps free agency by playing a drinking game entirely around Adam Schefter's Twitter account. But really, free agency basically exists entirely around Adam Schefter's drinking, or sorry, Adam Schefter's Twitter account. And it's Maybe St. Patrick's he's drinking way. too. Who knows? Exactly. It's St. Patrick's Day this week. It's Ben Solak and I's birthday <laughs> this week. And um, also, we just get a drink on a Tuesday. It's just, it's fine. So. We're going to do that. Shall we get to the rules of the Adam Schefter drinking game for those listening for the first time and think we're nuts? Of course. Please. Okay. So we created this because free agency is basically revolves around Schefter and Schefter has a, we love him. He has a loose grip on the English language. So <laughs> the rules are, they're on Twitter, Instagram. They're in the episode description if you want them. Drink every time Adam Schefter mentions an agent. Drink so twice. Like every <laughs> time, basically. Okay, I'm already yeah. drunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Drink twice if that agent is Drew Rosenhaus. Of course. A lot. Drink if Schefter's tweet sounds like it was generated by artificial intelligence. Anything like vaguely not human or as DK would say, torturously convoluted. That's a new iteration. I like that one. I feel like there's multiple ways of looking at this. The torturously convoluted is just way too much punctuation. All Mm -hmm. kinds of semicolons and whatever the, like ampersand. I don't even know what the words are for like commas. What are M the dash? extra long M dash? That's what I'm looking for. It, feels like, it feels like an alien is like pretending to be a human. And he's like, this is how they write. <laughs> Punctuation is important. It's how you would write if you were trying to hide the truth from somebody, which is a weird way to write when you're reporting a thing, which is usually the time <laughs> which you're like, here's what happened. But he's writing in the text of like, I'm trying to hide what happened. 
I believe I described it as a uh, pentamic diameter one time, which I meant to say iambic pentameter. He, he writes in iambic pentameter. You said that sober. All right. Drink every time Schefter tweets a weird Photoshop. The, the Photoshops are less weird, but they're more of them now. Drink every time Schefter obviously copy and pasted his tweet from someone texting or emailing him something like an agent. Yeah, this is my favorite drink. If Schefter edits the tweet, but finish your drink. If Schefter edited the tweet and there's still a mistake. This is new. Thanks, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, thanks, then, Twitter. Yeah. yeah, shout out. Elon, Elon Musk getting involved in, in this year's episode. <laughs> and then, of course, drink if any of us have not heard of the player that Adam Schefter's tweeting about. All right. Yeah, so we're going to crack. Do you, does anyone? We're not sponsored by any of these beers, but we could be. So I'm drinking a Green State lager from Zero Gravity Brewing in Green State. Come at me. At Danny underscore if it's on Twitter, come find me. And we could do this like all the time. I'll plug it whenever. Where's, the, where's that brewery? Vermont, baby. Vermont has some of the best nice. beers in the world. It's like France and wine. It's Vermont and beer. Come on, Green State. Craig, what do you got? I'm drinking a uh, Pacifico, Mexico's finest. <laughs> nice. Solak. Um, I'm drinking a, a lovely vintage called uh, Outside Coffee Company. It's a coffee company from Grand Rapids. <laughs> and you're for like, do nice. they make beer? Nope. I don't drink, so I've got myself. Uh, I forget the name of the uh, of the the bean now, but I got new beans for the episode. Bro- broken into bean bag, and then also because nice. I don't want to drink that much coffee, uh, I have a lovely organic green tea and lemonade from the Trader Joe's aisle. Wonderful beverage. Wow. Look at you, to you're drink. Be caffeinated. You're yeah. gonna have to pee nice. so fast. <laughs> Listen, I'm a well hydrated man. Every every <laughs> podcast I do is always like, all right. See if I can last an hour without having to ben, go pee. Ben's secret is Ben records on the toilet, so it's actually really easy for him. Sometimes my audio does sound like, yeah, sometimes it does sound like I'm in a bathroom somewhere, That's but I'm going better next, and not messing up the audio. That is the next innovation in podcasting is like the podcast chair slash toilet. Then you could just pot all day. Oh, Bill Simmons is <laughs> no. definitely recording on a toilet. <laughs> the man's doing two hours. It's like Joe Rogan, that man pods on a toilet. He has to. Craig, we can't just give out billion dollar ideas. I know. There's something there. Sponsor us. The pod pot. Yeah. All right. Wait, okay. DK, what do you got? I got a Bud Heavy tall boy. Oh, which I just, yeah. My God. <laughs> I Let's just go. dropped it. So I'm a little Bud bit heavy. scared. Oh my. I'm a little scared well, to open it. We're cracking right now, so, one way or the other. I know about Bud Light. Is Bud Heavy what I just think Budweiser. it is? Just, just Budweiser. Like, <laughs> just Budweiser. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> the king of beers. <laughs> I was like, I don't know this terminology. All right. Shall we crack our beers and begin? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Pacificos are twist offs. Or not twist off. <laughs> you need an you opener. Can't, you need a bottle opener, I'm gonna, buddy. I'm going to figure out how to open this bottle by the end of this episode with, without a bottle opener. I'm not doing the teeth thing. I've, I've seen people do that. I can't do that. Remember in 23 Jump Street, he uses his eye? I've seen someone do that too. What? The bone. Like the, the, the bone under your eyebrow. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> Are you going to get an opener or should I start reading? Just go ahead. I'll figure it out. All right. You'll be fine. Okay. Starting, this is really weird because we always have to start in the absence of Aaron Rodgers news. And I don't know if actually watching Schefter on ESPN was hilarious because he was like so visibly frustrated that that nothing's happened. So we're going to go right off the jump here. Adam Schefter. This is this morning. We're recording this Tuesday. Jets are actively working to reach an agreement with Packers free agent wide receiver Alan Lazard, comma, per league sources. There is another team involved, comma, and no final decision, comma. But the Jets are trying to reunite Lazard and OC Nathaniel Hackett. I think there's a lot of commas. I think that's a drink. 
And also there's a Photoshop. Why is this Photoshop? Why is it him looking really sad? Alan Lazard looks like a Jedi. It's not a He's Photoshop. Like really it's just, it's just, uh, it's just the, it's the just breaking news from Adam Schefter thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's just a like graphic. They, they put together a yeah, graphic. Yeah. A graphic, fine. It's kind of a weird picture. It's like a ticker that happy. says breaking news that's not moving on the bottom, which is a little bit weird. This is like how LeBron just took James Jones everywhere he went in the NBA anytime he would change teams. And I guess now Aaron Rodgers is just, I want Randall Cobb. I want Alan Lazard. I want my guys. We got, yeah, they're, they're, we got to we got to go through them all here. So I think that I think that's a drink for the weird commas. Schefter with the Jets closing in on a deal for wide receiver Alan Lazard, another wide receiver expected to be on their radar in the coming days of free agency is Packers veteran Randall Com, comma per league sources. Then he went again, Packers veteran free agent hyphen between free and agent tight end Mercedes Lewis, who spent the past five seasons in Green Bay, has drawn interest from comma amongst others comma. The New York Jets and Las Vegas Raiders, comma, per league sources. I think that's a drink for amongst others. I think amongst being used in a tweet is really weird. <laughs> the word amongst. Yes. Can we just talk about how absolutely ridiculous this is? I'm so sick of this shit. Can we stop it? I was supposed to write a piece about this, and in writing about it, got so frustrated that I asked to not write about it. <laughs> because I was like, so I don't know how to write it. Rogers is a chump and a buster. What is that? He's a chump. He's a, he's, a chump. he's a fool. He's a hooligan. This is ridiculous. You know the Untitled Goose game? You know the goose who just runs around creating issues? That's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a goose with a knife with the, with the inclination <laughs> to cause problems on purpose. That's the a whole goose thing with he is. A knife. The fact that Rodgers spent a good three off-seasons uh, the Packers won't get me any weapons. Why don't I have any weapons? And then is demanding that the wide receiver and tight end that were with him the whole time, Alan Lazard and Mercedes Lewis, <laughs> come with him to New York is absurd. This is it's embarrassing for, for Rodgers, who is like pretending to be a general manager while acting totally indifferent to the realities of the NFL and playing football. And it's embarrassing for the Jets, who are bending over backwards to try to get this guy in the building. Groveling. Nathaniel Hackett's yeah. your OC. We can all <laughs> see this right now. You're doing this in front of everybody. It's, I, I, it's reprehensible. I can't I can't do it anymore. He's a chump. He's a buster. I don't care. I had to Google the word prostrate today or pr Postrate. What is the what's the word? Where is you that because like, you had issues? You're peeing? groveling. Postrate. Oh, prostrate is a different word. Is that what happens <laughs> when you get in your forties? You start googling prostate. Yeah, well, that's true. But uh, <laughs> no, postrate. What is it? So, like, correct me. I'm, I've completely so lost. Prostrate this. with an with a second R is bowing down. Prostate without an R. You have to bend over for that one too. But it's bend a the knee, if you will. I think what's crazy about all this is that there's so many things going on here. It's like the Jets knew if they're getting in, like dealing with Aaron Rodgers would be like embarrassing at some point. They did not envision it being so embarrassing and so annoying so quickly. The other thing is exactly what Solak said. It's worth noting. Mercedes Lewis would be the first tight end to ever play an 18th NFL season. Randall Cobb <laughs> hasn't had like 450 yards more than once in the last five seasons. Alan Lazard's never had 800 yards in a year. They, it, it, and they just gave him like $11 mm -hmm. million dollars a year. And the funniest part, is wide receiver and tight end were the only things the Jets offense does not need at all. They just signed two tight ends last year. They have Garrett Wilson, they have Elijah Moore. It's the only part of their offense that's fine. And like Rodgers breaking these guys is insane. He's cosplaying as a GM. It's just a power. This is crazy. He's at the most point, annoying guy in the NFL at this can point. We, right? like, can they just make Randall Cobb like a wide receiver's assistant or something and just put him on the sidelines? Like, do they don't no, need see, him to play football point. for the team? No, because that. 
that's the that's the point, Craig. Is because like like Jets fans are like, dude, we add Lazard to room with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Like we're gonna be crazy. We're gonna be so good. No, 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 no. He's bringing the guys here to throw to them instead of to the other players. Like Garrett Wilson's gonna be open. And he's going to not like how he ran the routes. He's going to throw it to Randall Cobb. That's what he does. And so he has to be a wide receiver so that (laughs) Rodgers can ignore the young developmental first round player (laughs) and throw it to him instead. Oh, my God. I already hate this so much for Garrett Wilson. I'll say this. I do think in December we'll be turning back and being like, are the Jets Super Bowl contenders and that this will be worth it. But holy shit. No way. This is insane. 100% not. (laughs) <laughs> the thing about this that's so important to I know free agency is weird. They're calling it like the what do they even call it these days? That legal tampering window. Mm-hmm. Technically, free yeah. agency begins at like noon or four o'clock Eastern on, on Wednesday. Spiritually, it begins at Monday at noon Eastern. And the reason all the quarterback deals of significance have basically been done by that day for years and years and years is because free agency is Tetris. You have to fit quarterback contracts onto your board. And Rodgers is like five big Tetris pieces at once. You have to build around him. And him just waiting, he's not requesting. It's like what he learned from the Packers was don't request that they bring along Randall Cobb. It's like a shadow demand. It's just like, it's it's kind of like, it is an insane power play to basically the groveling of the offensive coordinator, all these pieces that they don't need. I saw I saw a Twitter thread this week that was the most batshit and insane things that Don Draper did during the show Mad Men. I saw that. And Aaron Rodgers just reminds me of Don Draper. He's just a complete (laughs) pain in the ass. He's got this golden arm. Everyone has. And like Draper's got the golden ideas, whatever. He's just a fucking pain in the ass to deal with. He's a weird guy. Goes off on weird retreat, like spiritual retreats. Remember when Don Draper went to California and then just like left for a while? And That's I don't how even know the where show ends. Is him like meditating <laughs> on a mountain? That's how Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is going to retire. Has anyone already made? Am I stealing this for someone? Because I, I feel like I don't know. I probably didn't make this up. But like Aaron Rodgers is Don Draper. Honestly, it's like the sequel to Mad Men. It's just he's a quarterback. <laughs> this the other thing it reminded me of. It's it's always sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> where there's a cat stuck in the wall. And then Charlie's like, we got to get a second cat in the wall to get the first one out. And it's like, that's Lazard. And then that one's stuck there too. And like, we need a third cat. And like, all right. And Frank's like, I'm thinking a fourth. And they're just throwing like Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb all stuck in the wall. And it's like, dude, just don't put the cat in the wall. I don't know. This is <laughs> the Don Draper thing. DK really kind of just blew my mind, to be honest. I'm kind of so I, can't, I don't know for sure that. if I made it up or not, but like. That's just like all it I'm also worked right out that like as Don Draper got you know in his old age he just started like he just like broke up with his girlfriend just or hit with his wife and just started dating a different woman every year just like Don Draper <laughs> every season he had a new girlfriend like, it's really kind of checking out. Oh man, um, did he steal his uh, identity from someone? That's what we're gonna find out soon enough. Aaron, Rodgers, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean. Brett Favre, basically. When he was at Butte College, he killed the quarterback ahead of him and stole his identity. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody knows because it's Butte. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Well, we probably will never have to talk about him again. All right. uh, Relatedly, Schefter, Miami is giving former Jets quarterback Mike White a two-year deal worth up to $60 million, comma, per source. So, you know, Jets lost out on a Hall of Famer and now they're just groveling to get the other Hall of Famer. So tough for Mike White. I assume he's going to take to his job and, you know, all that. I mean, I think this actually matters because with the new rules in for like every, for, this matters for every team. But in particular, obviously, the, the Dolphins, because Tua had so many issues with concussions this last year, like we have to expect Mike White is going to either get into some games or potentially start a couple games just because of the new rules. And this is something that could apply to like almost every team now, like backup quarterback is so important now. Just because the, like, even if you look like you got your head hit 
at any point in the game, you have to come out. And sometimes the, you know, the independent spotter is just going to force you to stay out the whole game. So, um, yeah, I can see Mike White starting games this year. And in this offense with these players, with these skill players, like the legend is just going to continue to grow guys. Legends <laughs> of the fall. Legend of the fall, Mike White. Also, White Lotus. Also, I apologize. Uh, Schefter edited this tweet, which is incredible because it's one sentence. Yeah, how many, so I don't how know many, what. How many drinks are we at? Here? That's a drink for. I still can't get this damn bottle open. Scissors. I don't want to have to run into the kitchen and, and miss out. All right. <laughs> Unlike White? I get it. I get I'll it. get it. All right. Next up here. Former, this is from Schefter, of course, former 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is signing with the Las Vegas Raiders, comma, per Diana Rossini, ESPN, and me. Garoppolo played for Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels in New England. They now reunite in Las Vegas. Next tweet. Comp update, colon, Raiders are giving former 49ers QB Jimmy Garoppolo a three-year, $67.5 million dealer, including $34 million guaranteed per source. That's uh, actually, I don't think that's sort a dream from Schefter. No dream. Well, it was more coherent stuff. tweets. Yeah. Simple water. Take a sip of water. Work, tweet. There you go. <laughs> I Green tea lemonade. So, like, how there good is go, baby. how good is Jimmy G? Is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Derek Carr in a vacuum for getting money? Like, sure. Like, like, is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Derek Carr? Is like to me, it's like, oh, it's like, are Thursdays <laughs> better than Tuesdays? Like, it depends on what's going on on Thursday and Tuesday, man. Like, it's just it's a nothing <laughs> question for me. Um, Jimmy with Josh McDaniels with good weapons, right? They got Jacoby Myers, who I think is a nice, nice, nice player. They have Devonte Adams. They have Hunter Renfro. Obviously moved on from Darren Waller, which that was kind of always in the cards for them. Oh, we'll get to pass that, catching baby. options. Oh, we will get to that. Yeah, they have good pass catching options, and and Jimmy's a very functional quarterback, especially as he's gotten older. He's gotten better from the pocket. Doesn't he play action as much? I think it's totally fine. And when you look at the contract structure, basically a one year deal. Uh, so they're they're I think still going to draft a quarterback early. Develop him behind Jimmy and then figure out what they want to do in 2024. Craig, how's that clicking coming? <laughs> That's <what you're> <laughs> so Craig. distracted. It's Craig unbelievable. Is, Craig's over here trying to open the bottle. The Audio most engineer right thing. there. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm Googling. Oh I'm, I'm oh live God. Googling how to open a bottle uh, with, with materials at a desk. I hope that Jimmy Garoppolo gets better bottle service than that at a, in Vegas. So, oh, oh, you know he will. Yeah, I was going to say. So, DK, I saw this great staff from Josh Norris, which was Jimmy Garoppolo had one touchdown pass last year that went more than 20 yards in the air. Mm. And that was like tied for like 32nd. Derek right. Carr was first. I mean, Devonta Adams just as, as a receiver had eight touchdowns that went 20 yards in the air. Just Devonta Adams had eight. So it's like, I, I don't mm. know the Raiders offense. It, it Jimmy, he's not a downfield thrower. I don't know. It's, it, it, it just feels like the safest thing the Raiders could have done. They were out on Rogers. Maybe they foresaw all the nonsense the jets are going through, but does it make more sense to you to kind of just, this feels like taking a walk to get Jimmy G instead of going for a home run with getting one of the quarterbacks in the draft. DK, how do you, do right. you think the Raiders are still going to get a quarterback in the draft? Or do you think this is just like allowing them to play either side? I mean, yeah, it's giving them the flexibility to do whatever they want in terms of how the draft falls to them. Potentially they could still, you know, make a trade. sounds like, I think the Raiders beat has from what I've seen has still keeping the idea that they could draft a quarterback. That's just still out there. It's open. Um, and Jimmy G is kind of the quintessential bridge quarterback anyway. So, yeah, I think this just gives them the flexibility to, you know, try and win now. They can still draft a quarterback and develop that quarterback, or they cannot draft a quarterback if the draft doesn't fall to them in, this, in a certain way. If there's like four quarterbacks in the first five or six picks, then, you know, maybe they just move on and, and look at next year. Um, so I think that's it. Really, this is just a move that's about flexibility for them. Relatedly, former Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers and the Raiders reached agreement on a three-year, $33 million deal that includes $21 million guaranteed as Rap Sheet reported. One, 
Does Schefter, do we have to drink if Schefter gets scooped by a different reporter? I think that's a drink. I'm very curious how he feels about this because in one way he got scooped and he has to acknowledge Rapshi. In the other way, I feel like Jacoby Myers, you're kind of like, yeah, you can get this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if he were like a minute behind on like a big name, he wouldn't have added it. He would have been like, oh, I also had it. It was just, I just couldn't get the tweet out early enough. But for Jacoby, he's like, yeah, you can get this one, Ian. Jacoby, oh, good, good work, Tiger. Keep it up. It's like a little bit of like a, yeah, exactly. It's a little bit of like a, like, oh, younger brother's getting big. That's nice. Yeah. It's almost like a patronizing post. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I'm choosing to read it. Oh, how cute. Jacoby Myers. Sure. So also, it's so insane that Jacoby Myers already won the Raiders a game. I know a thousand people have made this joke, but like Jacoby Myers literally had the play of the oh year my last God, year. I forgot about With the that, lateral yeah. pass that was intercepted. <laughs> and then like the Raiders ran it back. Chandler and now, like, Jones, Jaco- stiff arms, Mac Jones into the yeah. ground. And now Jacoby Myers is on the, ra- if this were WWE, it would have been revealed that Jacoby Myers had been on the Raiders for five months. It's scripted. It's all scripted. How do we, how do we feel about this? Good. Neutral. Absolutely. No emotion. Jacoby's a good player. And the, Patriots never got the juice out of him. They should have been able to get out of him. And I'm confident that Jimmy will. I like it a lot. New York Giants. This is time, baby. Schefter, Giants are trading for Raiders tight and Darren Waller are common per sources. Wow. I can't. He's tweeting normally and I can't even speak English. That's like a really bad sign. (laughs) Karma. Trade compensation. It is trade compensation. Colon. Giants are setting a third round pick. Number 100 to Las Vegas for tight and Darren Waller per sources. Schefter's been really normal. This is annoying. I don't think that's a He's ruining our game. Maybe he's on to us. I'm yeah, about to say, he's like about to send out a contending <laughs> podcast in a couple of days where he drinks every time Heifetz misreads one of his tweets. <laughs> uh, so the 100th pick for Darren Waller is awesome. The 100th pick is exactly what the Giants got for Kadarius Tony. So the Giants basically traded Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller. So um, hey, how do you feel about that? A win or a loss? Like, I don't know what you're insinuating. <laughs> well, I guess Kadarius. the Giants were really frustrated with this like extremely talented wide receiver who couldn't stay on the field. And so they flipped him ultimately for like this really talented older guy who couldn't stay on the field, but he's not the guy that we didn't like. So we're happy about it. <laughs> that- There's some parallels there. He, I, I think he's definitely, uh, this is a good move for the giants. I think like this is a, this is a positive overall. I mean, we look, we even saw Tony can't even barely get on the field for the Chiefs. Not not saying he's not a top 10 receiver, Craig. He is a top 10 receiver in my mind still, talent wise. Thank you. Um, But yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's an inside joke. So So this is the running bit. We're like, every time we like top tier wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, there's Tony, (laughs) Justin Jefferson. Like they just do this to me. Our running bit the whole week of the Super Bowl was... Craig said Kadarius Tony will have two touchdowns. I said he's going to play five snaps the whole, and we're like, yeah, both those will happen. Sure. And then we were like five yards from those things he actually both it. happening. He almost <laughs> had it. What a call. So yeah, Darren Waller. I feel like the real my real thoughts on Darren Waller is it's it's. I think a lot of teams are doing this. I think the Vikings did this, which are much, with a much more boring giving like Josh Oliver tight end like money, where it's like. There's not many receivers available. So teams are like, yeah, you know what? We're going to add tight ends or tight ends that play cost players, receiver, whatever. I think that for the Giants and as a Giant fan, the way I'm rationalizing this is Darren Waller didn't play a ton like recently. And I think that he was upset with the Raiders about a lot of things. And that if Darren Waller is very happy as a New York Giant and also has the grace of health, he'll be great. And if he is uh, hurt, I'll be very sad because the Giants had a weird career. Well, yeah, yeah well, he's had yeah. a very strange career. He's had, you know, he had issues with, you know, substance abuse and stuff and got clean and like was a very talented guy and like kind of figured it out later in life. But 
What's cra- I think that what frustrates me with the Giants is the Giants collect injured player, like injury prone people, and then complain that they can't be on the field for Daniel Jones. And it's like, we'll stop getting guys who only get hurt. And this kind of does continue that pattern. Well, they also signed Sterling, she- Sterling Shepard to a one year deal. So at least they're going to have people that can catch passes this year. And you Sterling Shepard tore his Achilles, right? Yeah, he well, tore his that's ACL. The thing. He, I oh, think ACL. he tore his Achilles the year before, and then he also tore his oh, ACL. Oh, the old Clay Thompson, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, you see what I'm saying? We're like, they have all these guys, but like, will they be there in October? And then it's like, oh, well, you know, what are they going to do? It's like, well, stop collecting these people. So I hope he's healthy. Tough beat for Daniel Bellinger, my guy. It isn't, it isn't. Waller and Bellinger are going to be in the field together a lot. Yeah, Waller's going to be you know, and a Kelsey role in terms of where he lines up. And so Bellinger will see his snaps. Okay, next one here. I, we missed this. I really want to talk about this. Schefter, this is fun. Trade is now agreed to, comma, per sources, colon. Football emoji. Dolphins get Pro Bowl cornerback <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, period. Football emoji. Rams get 2023 third round pick, number 77, and tight end Hunter Long. Trade will be processed Wednesday when league year begins. That's got to be a drink for sounds AI generated, right? All right, I'm going to go get the <laughs> bottle opener. I got to go. <laughs> Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. All right, Craig is back. Perfect timing. Craig, it's two drinks for for this weird Jalen Ramsey tweet. I I think this is insane. And I need someone to explain to me why Jalen Ramsey only went for a third-round pick and uh, like this Hunter Long tight end guy. I don't know. <laughs> you know, Craig, have you heard of Hunter Long? I obviously have heard of Hunter Long. It's probably a drink because Craig hasn't Boston heard of Hunter College Long. Boston College great, baby. 2021 NFL draft, I think. Yeah. They're all here's college here's, greats. <laughs> Doesn't mean I know them. <laughs> here's my question. That's fair. Like, either Miami got the deal of the century in Jalen Ramsey for third round pick or D- Jalen Ramsey is declining. Like, it has to be one or the other. He's either too expensive or he's past his prime. Like, DK, what the fuck? Yeah. Why did Jalen Ramsey is, go for this? Does happen with corners where they just get traded a bunch as they kind of near 30 years old? Like these elite corners just kind of get passed around a lot when they get to around 30. Remember when Stephon Gilmore was the defensive player of the year and now he's on his third team in four years? Right. Yeah. But exactly. he got hurt. That's the thing. Has Jalen Ramsey been mm-hmm. quietly declining and cornerbacks are like off the field and we don't really, it's hard to tell when we're watching games. Like, is that happening and we don't talk about it or what? I think the the door C here that we're not that we haven't discussed is that the Rams were somewhat limited in where they could send him. And I heard rumors, whispers that they didn't want to send him anywhere in the NFC or NFC West. 
And there was maybe potential that he didn't want to get traded to any team, specific teams. I don't know if there's anything. Because he wanted to go to a cool city like Miami. That honestly would make the most sense to me. Maybe. I, don't, I am not reporting anything. I'm just like, this is another reason why they weren't able to get a whole hell of a lot for him. I mean, I made the joke like all 30 on other teams didn't have Hunter Long. And that was like the, the king. <laughs> third. That, that was the linchpin of this deal, obviously. Getting Hunter Long in here who can come in and play behind uh, Tyler Higby or whatever. But like... I don't know. It's it's it is a bizarre deal. It's but again, it's one of those things where as these corners start to age, they start to fall off a little bit in terms of like their explosiveness and speed. Um, then they mm-hmm. turn into like mercenaries a little bit. Um, but still, this is this feels like way too little to get for a potential all pro caliber player. Yeah, I very much agree. I I think reports of Ramsey's demise have been overstated. The reason yeah. why it feels like Ramsey is getting worse or is falling off is because he was the best corner in the league for three seasons running. And then, like, last season wasn't. When the Rams fell apart. <laughs> it's all relative. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess he's yeah. worse than he was when he was definitely the best. So, uh, to me, like, if you're if you're getting top five, top ten corner play, uh, this is still, like, a square trade. You obviously had to guarantee some of the contract salary, right? They redid his deals. Now it's a functionally, uh, it's a two-year deal, about $35.5 million over those two years. So you're paying for top five corner, and you'd like to get that. But they're giving an 18... 18- but they're given 18 million a year, but there are five cornerbacks ahead of him, but there's only five cornerbacks ahead of him. Like he's not even yeah. asking to be the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like you think Jalen Ramsey would be like, I want to be the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. Two years, 36 million is really reasonable for Jalen Ramsey. And the Rams are like, well, we took a third round pick because we think Hunter Long is also like a third round pick. So we think of it like we got two thirds. So you're telling me that one Jalen Ramsey is worth two Hunter Longs? <laughs> He is not, but the Rams had to get rid of him. I don't think Ramsey wanted to be there anymore, and I think that they saw an opportunity to, to start bringing young talent into the building and draft capital in the building, and they're the Rams. They have to do that. But why didn't someone else beat this? How did no one give a second-round pick for Jalen Ramsey? This is what that's, I don't know. That Am is I crazy? Yeah. I feel weird. like I'm taking crazy pills. Did they call anyone else? <laughs> like That's what I want to know. Should we like buy stock now and Hunter Long being a Hall of Famer? <laughs> is that on the table? I don't know. Uh, he has one career, one career catch. So <laughs> this is crazy. Only can go up, you know. All right, Schefter. 49ers reached agreement on a one-year deal with former Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold. Per source, dude, the, the Schefter—they're not that crazy. I will say, can we reached agreement? Why can't he just say agreed or reached an agreement? I don't know. I think we're really uh, we're we're nitpicking here. With yeah, that's fair. That we're nitpicking. He's on to us. We are. But last show. year we, we we talked reached agreement a lot. Reached agreement drives me crazy. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Just say agreed. It's like you're also it's Twitter. Why are you using? I don't know. The Niners need like seven healthy quarterbacks who can throw the ball at all times. <laughs> yeah, no, right. So <laughs> in the the cult of Brock Purdy, where Brock Purdy is the most successful modern cult leader in America today. I think, basically, I, are the Niners going to go into this season completely scarred? psychologically by the NFC championship game where they ran out of quarterbacks and carry Darnold and Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Mm. Are they going to deal Trey Lance is my first thought, mm. but mostly isn't, could, isn't what serious question. Is there anything that Brock Purdy can do in a football field that Sam Darnold cannot? Why should Sam Darnold not be the starting quarterback for the Niners? <laughs> because Besides, like Sam, several years of precedent. I don't know. Yeah, because Sam but, has played for five years and been largely bad, and Brock Purdy <laughs> played for a year and was largely like not incredible, but better. Like it was solid. He was okay. But Sam Darnold also he came into the NFL and was was like mentored by Adam Gase, and like had, was ruined by the Jets. 
putting him behind an awful offensive line. And just a like when Darnold came in, the worst receiving court in the NFL and then went to Carolina where, I mean, Matt Rule, who was like fired and it, like I, Matt, Sam Donald hasn't really had a good coach. And now he has Shanahan. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I, I know Darnold's played poorly. He's also 25 years old. Like there are quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the draft this year that are older than Sam Darnold. <laughs> so I'm like, why can't we just treat him as like a, a Shanahan, the best, most talented Shanahan reclamation project ever? Are we really doing this? Let's not do this. Well, yes, I mean, listen, Brock Purdy, we, Brock Purdy might not even be healthy week one. We still don't really know what's going on with Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. So they just need somebody there who can like play quarterback and like throw the ball at where Shanahan wants him to with, with a healthy arm in August, right? Like, isn't that why he's here? I said on Extra Point Taken on the Ringer NFL feed this Monday that I would nice fight anybody at the ringer who put the word Sam Darnold Renaissance in that order. <laughs> why? On the Niners <laughs> like, serious and, and question Danny is just why? Said Sam Darnold reclamation. He got so oh. close. <laughs> no, I'll say it. But like, why? Why? Because I, I guess my question is the whole thing with Shanahan is if you just do exactly what he says, you become average. Like it's, it turns, it's like gold Nick quarterbacks. Like air, yeah, it's like Nick Bolins off the podium becomes bronze. Kirk Cousins is bronze and with Kirk, with Shanahan looks silver. And then you take like a silver quarterback of gold and even Aaron Rodgers, they run a Shanahan stuff with Matt LaFleur. He goes from gold to platinum. It's like everyone goes up a level. And I don't understand why Darnold, it's always been physical tools. He can make every throw and like he makes bad decisions. If he actually can do what Shanahan tells him, why is he not better than any quarterback they've had, including Garoppolo or Purdy or anyone? Darnold, Darnold's collapse, his, inevit- his collapse is just inevitable. Every time he even starts to look like a competent quarterback, whether it's like one game, three games, maybe like four or five games, the collapse happens. It's going to happen again if they try and make him the starter. It's not, he's not going to be a starter. He's, he's a backup. He's insurance policy. I'm not, I'm not doing this. You know, the, uh, you know the, the Grand Theft Auto meme of the guy walking down the path and it just says like, ah, shit, here we go again. That's every, every yeah. year. We reached the spring and somebody starts finding a reason why Sam Darnold is going to do it. This will be the time where he locks it down. Absolutely. He's more physically talented than, than Brock Purdy. Absolutely. We've seen more quality plays from Sam Darnold to this point in his career than we have seen from Trey Lance, but like Sam Darnold was second in the league in EPA last season with the Panthers. Okay. He was like incredible. And then he got a one year deal. Like at this point, we know he's playing in the NFL for long enough. The defense is not to stop him. They know how to hassle him. We know that he, he, he can't get over the hump in terms of like dealing with blitzes and like making bad mistakes. And just, this is who he is. I absolutely think he'll get a Shanahan bump, but I would think any quarterback independent right. of whether or not they were the third overall pick in 2018 and were raised by Adam Gase and yeah, yeah, whatever. Any quarterback <laughs> in San Francisco would get the Shanahan bump. So just because it's Darnold though, and we all love Sam and we love, we love the peak plays. There's this desire to like make it more than it is. I think he'll play there. I think it'll be fine when he plays. And I think it won't be enough such that they're like, wow, they found their quarterback of the future. We're going to be doing this in another like five years from now. We're still going to be talking about how Darnold is when, he's when ready the to Vikings finally take that move leap. on from Kirk Cousins and they bring in Sam Darnold on a one year deal in 2024. We'll go, why not? Justin Jefferson. It's the best receiver I ever played with. It's Sam Darnold. Here we go. Every year. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right. You do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. What are you talking about? Sam Darnold sucks. <laughs> he's been sucked ever since he got in the league. <laughs> All right, fine, whatever. Fine, next one. <laughs> Broncos. This is now it's Schefter time. Rossini, 
Diana receiving via spin tweets, right tackle Mike McGlinchey is expected to sign with the Denver Broncos, comma, per sources. Adam Schefter quote tweets and says, help for Russell Wilson, period. Which makes it sound like a GoFundMe. Oh, God. Help for Russell also, Wilson. Yeah. Can everyone pay Mike McGlinchey with us? I think that's a drink for yeah, AI generated. Then he goes and says, Denver's giving former Ravens guard Ben Powers for your $52 million deal, uh, $28.5 million guaranteed. That's fine. Uh, Broncos reach agreement with former Jaguars tight end Chris Manhorts, $3 million guaranteed. F- former Cardinals defensive end Zach Allen reached agreement. That's a drink. On three-year, $46 yes. million deal that includes $33 million guaranteed at signing with the Broncos. Per- comma per source, Allen is reunited with Denver defensive coordinator Vance Joseph. And then Denver is re-signing linebacker Alex Singleton to three-year $18 million deal, including $9 million guaranteed, comma per source. I think that's two drinks. Oh, Zach yeah, Allen was edited. I apologize. Yeah. And oh, and he an added agent. his agent. Yeah, there was an agent agent drop in Manhurts as well. We got some agents in there. Throw back to the boys for the agents. Per his agent at Sean Stellata. Okay, so drink for the agent, drink for the editing the Zach Allen tweet, and drink for making the Russell Wilson look like a also GoFundMe. kind of an unreal Zach Allen photo. Great photo, know, Zach. That, can can we get one yeah. that makes him look like tough oh, or scary? Just looking or like an absolute <laughs> corn fed hoss in this photo. <laughs> Another Boston looks- College great. Big Boston College episode for the boys. <laughs> the photo they chose for Zach Allen looks like the people on the side in the uh that what's the um chill daddy and all the people who are like watching. It's like chill. chill daddy. Daddy chill. It's daddy chill, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I guess I'm an old now. Yeah, that was like something I would do. The Broncos spent so much money and it's so hard to figure out if they got better or not, which right. is not where you want to be as a team in free agency where it's like, all right, here are all the signings. Now, is the team improved? Because like yeah. to me, big overplay from McGlinchey. Uh, they swapped out Dalton Reiser for Ben Powers. I'm not sure that's much of an upgrade. They swapped out Zach Allen for Draymond Jones. I'm pretty positive that's a downgrade. They mm-hmm. brought Alex Singleton back. And I made a mistake yesterday where I tweeted about Alex Singleton. And then a lot of Broncos fans were like, wow, you must not have watched the team. You don't know that Alex Singleton has 120 tackles. And it's like, well, firstly, you can just Google that. Alex Singleton <laughs> season. Didn't need to watch. And then you figure out how many tackles he got. Secondly, right. I did watch. And Alex Singleton's done a great job his entire career getting a lot of tackles. Hasn't done much else. Uh, I don't know why we're, we're extending that when Joe Evero's not around anymore. I just don't. I don't see the vision. Uh, if there is a vision, it's a post-rush Russ vision. It's a we're running the football behind McGlinchey and Ben Powers vision. And like, all right, live 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 your truth. But I don't think the Broncos, like anybody who's praying for like a quick year one bounce back, Sean Payton right in the ship. I don't I don't see it with the, with these additions. They also signed uh, Samaji P. Ryan while we were recording this yes. episode. So I guess he's a, an okay running back. Does he make them markedly better? Hmm. I don't know. Probably not. He can catch some passes. It's going to be like him and Latavius Murray in the backfield uh, while Javante well, Williams Javante's is recovering, back, right. <laughs> recovering from an ACL tear. That's also Chris really bad still. Yeah. Chris Manhurts, who just doesn't catch the football. They're going to they're going to run out a lot, dude. They're not going to let Russ cook. Do we think that Jerry Judy is going to be on this team at the start of the year? What do we think the receiving core is mm. going to look like? If I had to keep one and trade one, I'd keep Sutton and trade Judy. And I think that Judy has been more vocal about wanting to get out. And so I imagine he like I put it at like 60% chance he's still in the Broncos, 40% chance he's not. Um, does that make sense for them? I mean, like Sutton, Tim Patrick, and KJ Hamler is a weird wide receiver room, man. I don't know about that. It's tricky. <laughs> I still think Judy's good. I, I really think if he gets in on the right yeah. team, that he can kind of live up to the p- potential he had out of college. Why do the Broncos want to trade Jerry Judy so badly? It's really weird. I mean, 
like I don't want to do Sam Darnold conversation with different names, but this is an early drafted guy <laughs> who has a lot of physical talent, but hasn't necessarily cashed in on that over the course of his career. Jerry Judy, like I, I, I was a little bit lower than than a lot a lot of folks on Jerry Judy coming out, and I'm still at that point where like, listen, when he breaks a dude's angles, he breaks a dude's angles. That's sick to see. I'm I'm, I'm all about it. It's, it's great on a highlight reel. Snap to snap is he's a a. a Thinner player. He doesn't have great contact balance. Doesn't have great yards after the catch. And he's a good athlete, but it doesn't show up on his film as much as you'd like it to in terms of like downfield routes and like explosive gains and such. Like he doesn't bring much to you as a blocker. He doesn't mean bring much to you as an above the rim ball winner. And he's a player who's got a role in the NFL for sure, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, Jerry, Game like changer. Judy with 120 targets, right? He's going to change everything. Like this, this is why like Justin Jefferson is so incredible is because Jefferson's got that like slight build, but still has the ability to win downfield and win through contact and win above the rim. Like he has all these traits that Judy just, he doesn't have a, a, that rounded out game. And so he just becomes kind of a limited player in my opinion. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, next up here. Chargers running back Austin Eckler is requesting permission to speak with other teams about a potential trade after preliminary talks with his team aimed at a contract extension did not progress, comma, his agent Cameron Weiss told ESPN. Then he quote tweeted it and said Austin Eckler is due $6.25 million in 2023 in what is scheduled to be the last year of his contract. I'm going to go def- uh, we, a drink for the agent. Mm-hmm. Copy and paste it. Maybe I've been trying to figure out based off of his comma placement. What's what's uh, or not his comma placement, excuse me, his apostrophe <laughs> placement. What is and isn't copy pasted because the majority of the time when he says chargers running back Austin Eckler, he has the apostrophe after chargers, which is not something you see a lot of in tweets, right? That's technically correct. <laughs> the running back Austin Eckler, who is the chargers, the chargers have the possessive apostrophe there, right? Yeah. But in, in some of his tweets, it's just like Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold and there's no apostrophe. So I don't know if that that might be the key. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm tracking it. I'm of two minds about this. I'm like one. Austin Eckler has been like the only positive thing about the Chargers offense really for a while now. And yeah. he's f- fucking great. And also that Austin Eckler is the only thing holding Justin Herbert back from just chucking the ball downfield with every damn pass. You do. You got to wonder. <laughs> you do. You do wonder a little bit. Like if you take the safety net away, does Justin Herbert go, yes. okay, screw it. We're throwing Take it downfield the training now. Burn the boats. <laughs> yes. No lifeboats. Yeah. There's no <laughs> team. That's better for Eckler than the Chargers are, and while like he may not fit perfectly in the next in, in the next iteration of their offense, it's six point two five million dollars for a year. I don't think a deal gets done. There's a crazy amount of running backs that just either are I mean are unhappy or like Austin Eckler wants a trade. We'll see if he actually gets more money. Derek Henry, the Titans are like, well, we don't know about this. Dalvin Cook for the Vikings probably making too much money. Alex Madison for the Vikings is a free agent. Joe Mixon could be like a cap. Like casualty, the Bengals could, you know, they're paying him a lot of money. David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, Rashad Penny just went to the Eagles, Damian Harris, Jamal Williams, Devin Singletary. All these guys are free agents. And then also, this is an absurdly deep running back class. Like Bijan Robinson, the best prospect in five years. And then there's like eight or 10 running backs that could be starters. So it's like none of these running backs are going to get paid. And it's kind of a pretty bad time to be a free agent running back in general. And I almost, I almost wonder if the era of like a bell cow running back or just a guy who's going to get a bunch of touches is like over. Because there's so many talented guys that are going to be in the league literally this season. 
Yeah. The whole thing with Eckler was like, they undrafted player out of Western Colorado who won the job. So you just kind of try to keep on right on that cycle and see if you can get young picks in and young players in and, and figure out running back that way. And the Chargers have been trying to do that and they haven't been successful, but that's the general prevailing logic of how you handle the position. Generally, I would agree with that strategy. Like, you know, you can find other guys for much cheaper. You can find them in the mid to late rounds. You can find them in free agency for cheaper, whatever. But the Chargers can't find anybody to match up with Eckler. Like, all their guys are just lower than Jag. They're just like one or two levels below just the guys. You know what I mean? Like, they're not even, like, mm-hmm. you don't want to give them the football ever. You don't want to give these guys the football. So, but it's receiver, too. I feel like they act, don't find good receivers either. They just, no skill players find, like, the Chargers yeah, can actually It's produce. almost as if Tom Telesco, who's been there for like 98 years, has got to maybe, like, you know, Get a guy in the building, man. Here we go. <laughs> Before we move off running back, I, I don't know if we we have this set up, but can we talk about Rashad Penny going to the Eagles, baby? Yeah. Mm, come mm, on. Mm, mm, <laughs> yes, sir. Talk about your renaissance. Yes. <laughs> I am going to be so high on my fantasy list. I cannot tell you. Rashad Penny like is amazing first? when he's healthy. The first five games of Rashad Penny are going to be incredible. And then he is going to get a high ankle sprain. He is going to be out for six weeks. And then he's going to come back and he's not going to look great the first couple of weeks. He's still getting up to speed. And then the final four <laughs> weeks of the season, oh, he's going to be incredible. Eagles playoff push. Rashad Penny is back. And then in the divisional round game, he will get hurt again. And I will be devastated. But man, those stretches where he's good, I can't wait. <laughs> just you just you're about to live my life so like this is amazing that was like the Gosh. most accurate thing i could imagine i wanted the eagles to get a big back so badly and rashad penny isn't just a big back he's a fast big back he's I'm explosive so yeah yeah here's the thing you're gonna there's we're, we're starting right now rashad penny eagle i mean just even fantasy football he's probably gonna be a top 30 pick this year top 40 and here's the thing that sounds nuts there's gonna be so many people who are on rashad penny for the eagles and it's gonna be amazing the part that no one wants to say out loud is because oh. Miles Sanders left Whoa, what are you so say? many yards on mm-hmm. the freaking table because he just Miles Sanders was not content to go uphill or downhill. I always get confused. Downhill. Like, <laughs> downhill. Miles, <laughs> sorry, window into my brain. He's running the wrong direction. <laughs> but up is gaining yards. You know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah, I, know yeah, I, downhill, get, I get you. I get you. Uh, downhill is a runner uphill for stats, but either way, Miles Sanders wouldn't go north south. It's like he just would leave yards at the table. And Rashad Penny's really good at that. And I feel like Rashad Penny, because the Eagles' line's really good, it's like, just run behind your goddamn blockers, Miles. <laughs> okay. Didn't know you had so much anger about Miles Sanders, but okay. Well, he hates us. So, you know, it's fine. Where's he going to sign now? Also, the rumor was that Penny got a lot of money. Have we seen any indication That's on what not- his contract? I'm going to go ahead and say that's not true because if he got a lot of money, we would have already heard how much money is. I, Probably, I'd be stunned yeah. if Rashad Penny got a lot of money and they kept it to themselves. This is generally speaking, not how that ever goes. Uh, so <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but while we're on the Eagles, uh, Solak, I want to ask you because the Eagles lost all of your players. He's trying. Uh, I love this. They lost all of your uh, okay. players. You got, Jason Kelsey back. I'll give you that. So Jason Kelsey tweeted, I've put much thought into whether it makes sense to play another season. After talking mm-hmm. over with my wife and many other friends and family, I've decided to return for another year. Thank you to all my supporters and detractors for feeling me. I ain't fucking done yet. To which Schefter quote tweets, Eagles got back their center, colon, which I kind of thought was funny. Which, yeah, firstly, get their center back. I don't know why we're trying to do like no dangling participles <laughs> suddenly on Twitter. Secondly, uh, 
Thank you to all my supporters and detractors for fueling me. Jason <laughs> is one of the most universally beloved players in the entire league. Who's detracting Jason Kelsey in year 14? He's right? so mad at Michael Barty. This is the Michael Jordan model. It's the MJ model. <laughs> you got to create motivation up here. You know, you always got haters. Listen, listen, think about how good and cool of a zag it would be to just go, thank you to all of my supporters. I love playing football because everybody loves me. I'll be back next year. When everybody else is like, oh, my detractors, you're being like, listen, let's call a spade a spade. I'm the man. Everybody loves my pod. Everybody loves me. Team's great. I'm coming back, guys. I Maybe positivity doesn't have the same fuel. But so you got Kelsey back. But you lost all these other people. So former Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave has reached an agreement, reached agreement, not agreed, on a four-year $84 million deal that includes $40 million guaranteed at signing with the SF 49ers per sources. Deal negotiated and confirmed by Drew Rosenhaus and Ryan Mata? Mata? I don't know. This is a lot. So Drew Rosenhaus mentioned that's two drinks. Another agent mentioned that's three. The tweet is edited. That's four. And then on top of it all, he says chug, the chug, deal, chug, chug. comma per sources, and then just names the sources, which I think <laughs> is five. So that's five drinks for this tweet. Also, SF 49ers seems a little like overkill. Just say Niners. We all know. <laughs> yeah. No one's like, where are the 49ers? Yeah, that's SF, six, honestly. SF. Deal negotiated by his agents is also great. Like, and, and he didn't do this himself. Guess what? He is represented. Like, yeah, man. We, it's not Lamar. We know. <laughs> And then we got uh, after that Eagles uh, again the apostrophe I think it right so like free agent with the uh, the hyphen linebacker TJ Edwards plans to sign with the Chicago Bears comma per sources and then also got scooped on Marcus Epps your safety going to the Raiders Schefter couldn't even get it so that's a drink he for didn't the even tweet about it whoa wow. drink for that also Tom Pelissero has this like less well done graphic of his news alerts that just doesn't look as good as Adam <laughs> yeah. Schefter's. It's like a well, rudimentary so he, Photoshop project. Yeah. And he, he interestingly, Pelissero and Rap have the exact same one, which I found very interesting. You would assume you graduate, right? Like Garofalo and Pelissero kind of have the base one and then Rap's like a little bit jacked up. No, Rap was like, listen, we're a community here. We're a team. Everybody <laughs> gets the same bottom third. And I appreciate that. He's a team player at NFL Network. Guys, I have news. Uh, that Eagles thing, I just finished my first tall boy. I have to get it another year. But uh, nice. while we're doing that, Solak, of all these people who... Oh, also, I forgot. Sorry, Andre Dillard, who... I fucking hate the Eagles because the Eagles are so deep cool. that their backup guard this year was a freaking <laughs> left tackle they drafted in the first round, which I don't know why, but made me angrier than anything else that happened. The Eagles <laughs> did when they made the Super Bowl. But just as a Giants fan, that boiled my blood. So you also lost your backup guard first rounder. Of all the Eagles you lost, they Solak, who's the player that you're most upset at, upset about the Eagles losing? Uh, Hargrave, for sure. Just like, there, were, I don't think there was a chance they were going to be able to keep him, to be honest. Just... I like I think it was already priced out of their market and then Deron Payne signed a massive deal and it's like all right Hargrave's definitely priced out of their market uh so that's the big loss right now their defensive tackle room assuming they don't bring Fletcher Cox back is uh Jordan Davis and Milton Williams so that that that's a big position for them to pay attention to draft and and, and cycle in some veterans and see what they can do Epps they can survive the loss of Epps especially if they keep Johnson Gardner Johnson uh which they're they're trying to they're really trying to sign him um and then TJ Edwards really came along well had a nice season this year uh he was a huge bears fan growing up and i think that the eagles were probably trying to keep him at a similar price tag to be honest because edwards came in under the market i expected but i think that that tj wanted to go to chicago and wanted to be part of that team and all the more power to him uh the fact that the eagles got to keep james bradbury man that to me is like if they keep bradbury and chauncey that's a huge win huge win for their free agency 
Okay. You mentioned, so TJ Edwards to the Bears, big Bears fan. Cool. If only a quarterback could be raised in Chicago. If only, God forbid, then he could go to the Bears. But um, the Bears spent a lot of money too. And that makes sense because they obviously, they had a lot of cap room and then they, you know, they traded down for the first pick. But Schefter, Bears are giving former Bills, apostrophe, linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, a four-year, $72 million. Oh, he doesn't say deal. Okay, so that's a drink. That includes $50 million guaranteed <laughs> comma per source. It is the largest four-year contract for an inside linebacker in the NFL. I've never heard that before. I've never heard anyone ever say, yeah. well, of all the four-year deals, that's the largest. Schefter that, yeah. <laughs> so now we're in the range of AJ. not only, I think that actually might be copy and pasted, maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we're definitely two I'll drinks that. for that weird thing. And, and so he, he posted an agent's message that had a huge typo in it. Like, I don't know if that's a double drink, but like saying he he signed (laughs) a four year, $72 million, nothing. Do you think that's what the agent said? He just copy pasted. Kind of. Okay. That's four drinks. Heifetz. What's the, on top of that, what's the ABV on your beer? Um, I wish, I wish I could say 12 cause it feels like that. Cause I'm kind of a lightweight these days. 12 is very, very alcoholic. No, no, it's not. It's 4.9. Okay. I wanted to say something that would justify. No. That's wine. It's like a double IPA. (laughs) You ever had one of them? Those 11 percenters? One of them fellers? Yeah. Yeah. One day we'll do a, one day we'll do the Adam Schefter drinking game in the morning and we'll all just drink coffee stouts that are like 10%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like, how's your coffee going? How's your bladder doing? I'm I I have a headache between my eyes, so it's been a good it's been a good pod so far. <laughs> I feel like the Bears might have to. Okay, so the, the the other one the so the Bears signed T.J. Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds after they traded away Roquan Smith to not pay him, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they also mm-hmm. signed. I mean, Schefter got scooped and or just had Pat to Ian Rappaport give him. They also signed Nate Davis to a three year deal. <laughs> Ian Rappaport writes a huge priority period, which. We won't get into that. Always love those. Uh, I love a, this mattered a lot to them. I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> love Nate Davis. Great. Uh, why did the Bears, can you, so can you walk through, like the Bears traded away Roquan and then like signed two linebackers with the money. Yep. I, get, I know they got a second rounder, but they're also giving up a future third with the whole way contracts work. So I, is this weird that the Bears have all this cap space and they're spending it on linebackers? Yeah. This is, this is, <laughs> this is. Yeah. Yeah, the Ryan Poles is increasingly becoming to me a uh, uh, general manager where it's like, <laughs> get DJ Moore. Oh, that's right. You traded a second for Chase Claypool. But I, t- ton of money. Good trade away. Roquan Smith not going to invest a ton of money in a non-premium position. Two linebacker contracts in free agency. It's like, just be <laughs> normal. Just do one good thing and then stop. <laughs> you know, like it, 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 it very much feels like they have a lot of money and they're just throwing it at folks, right? Which is okay. Like you have a lot of money. Like the Bears are absolutely 100% going to be a better team than they were last year because of Nate Davis, because of TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds, because of, of the addition of DJ Moore. Like the team is improving. I think there's probably more meat on the bone than Ryan Poles is getting out of it. But this is what general managers always do. Like why does Poles let... Uh, 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 Roquan Smith walks in and go sign Tremaine Edmonds. Why do the Broncos let Draymond Jones go sign somewhere else so that they can then bring in Zach Allen? Uh, constantly, always. Like the Cardinals bringing Kaiser White in. Coaches and general managers have guys. Yeah. And they don't like the old guys' guys. Even when those guys who do the job that their guys can do, those are those guys' guys. 
I like my guys. And so you always <laughs> see whenever a front office and a coaching staff changes over, they're like, I got to get the players that I know. I got to get, oh, you know, we need a height, weight, speed linebacker. We need Tremaine Edmonds. We need the size. Like, guys, Roquan's an all-pro. Like, you don't need anything besides an all-pro. But they, they, they want to get the, the, the dudes that they have for their framework. And that's why you see some of these weird interchanges. Well, DK brings this up where it's like, it's also underrated where the GM, cool, like the GM gets to make the picks in theory, but like the head coach for the Bears is a defensive head coach. He's 20 years older. And guess what? The Bears have been around for like 100 years. And last year was like the second worst defense in the history of the Bears. So the head coach is like, hey, I want these players. And the GM, like, you can't ignore them forever. The first, I almost feel like tactically, Ryan Poles, they drafted two defensive backs last year in part because Matt Aberflus probably wanted them. And I, I, I don't know. DK, when you look at this, I'm curious. I, I, I guess just overall... We see that in a lot of places, also just the knowing people mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like a lot like the. Well, I probably had too many beers. No, but I it guess just the bigger... off the rails there. How no, much but of I a think lightweight my... is Heifetz? He had one point nine percent beer. <laughs> no, and he's losing it. What Daniel. I'm saying is that it always happens in free agency. But the big theme is like, well, I want to work with this guy. I know it's Aaron Rodgers. I want Lazard and Randall Cobb. And it's like the fact we're going to I wanted to bring up the Falcons next. It's like the Falcons are just signing players of the coaches that used to work with. You know what I mean? And right, you right, just right. see that over and over again. Well, I mean, on one hand, it's understandable because one of the major risks of free agency, not only is a player, the one risk is like a player will decline from where he was last year or whatever. But number two, he's just not a fit for whether it's your coaching style or the culture in the team. And so like, that's why, you know, coaches and GMs, generally speaking, will make such a priority of getting guys that they have experience with because it like mitigates the biggest risk of free agency, which is that this guy's just not going to work out with the team. He's just, everyone's going to hate him or whatever, or he's just going to hate everybody and not get along with anybody. So, um, and that's one of the big risks in, in the draft too, is that's why they do so much like Intel work on getting, trying to figure out who these guys are, you know, how hard they're going to work, all that stuff. It, it's because, you know, th- that's a huge, huge part of it. So it kind of does make sense, but at the same time, you know, some of these deals that they're throwing around are kind of just like mystifying. So um, that's what you see in free agency. Like the bears just kind of just have to spend money. They have so much cap space. They have to actually spend some of it. Um, So, you know, the other thing that I was thinking too, is the bears with a history of like Brian Urlacher, maybe they're like, maybe they functionally as a franchise just want a good linebacker in the, in the building because they think that's like part of winning. I don't know. What, What do you think about that? If they believed that, Boy, let me tell you about the linebacker they used to have there. <laughs> let me tell you about first team all pro Roquan Smith there. All right. Maybe he wanted out. Did he want out? I think that's well, like maybe part of this. He wanted out after they wouldn't pay him. Sure. <laughs> well, it was also it was a Lamar Jackson. I believe Roquan Smith was representing himself. It's the irony of the mm. Ravens dealing with Lamar Jackson is they extended Roquan Smith, who doesn't have an agent. And now Lamar has all these issues in part because he doesn't have an agent. But it's just I don't know. Uh, speaking though of teams throwing money around. Okay. Falcons spent a lot of money. So Jeremy Fowler, VSPN tweets, the Falcons and it's funny to see guards because it's OG Chris Lindstrom have reached an agreement on a mega extension per source. One of mm. Lee's best guards will stay put. The chef to quote tweets as a top guard extended and prevented from getting to market. And something about that's funny <laughs> yes. to say about a human. It's just because from getting it to sounds market. like a little piggy line. <laughs> this little <laughs> guard was prevented from market. <laughs> extended means prevented uh, from market. It's redundant and it's, it's also weird syntax. That's, right, that's a joke. <laughs> that's a finish your beer. I feel like that's Chris a finish Lynn. your beer. Chris, this <laughs> little piggy <laughs> Lindstrom. 
It, it's true. <laughs> this little guard. You all, you also can tell that Schefter doesn't give a fuck about the NFC South because like he's not he's just letting like all these other people get them the NFC South. And he's like, they're there. Mike Garofolo, NFL Network Falcons have agreed to terms with defensive tackle David Onyemata, reunites with defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen, who used to be at the Saints. Schefter then gets the details. Falcons are giving Onyemata a three or $35 million deal with almost 25 million guaranteed, which is a lot. And then Schefter says Falcons are giving former Bengals safety Jesse Bates a four-year $64.02 million deal, which really bothers Love me. that. Like, Love that. You got to get that, million. that 20K in there. You got to get that 20K in there. It's like, off the top, what's .02 million? It's like, that's so unhelpful. Anyway, includes $23 million year one, $36 million first two years of the deal per source. He is now the fourth highest paid safety in NFL history. Uh, I think that's also a couple drinks. Fourth highest paid safety. As long as he didn't write safety, he just wrote S. Fourth highest paid S in NFL history. He had the characters he now just is. write safety. He now is the fourth highest paid safety. Just, he is now. He is. <laughs> he, he now is. He becomes. Chat GPT. 64.02 is so funny. What the hell's going on there? It's a, I'm assuming. That's just four drinks. That's that is the torturously convoluted part of this tweet. So I that one count that hung me up. I had to stop there and think about what's point oh two. Is that twenty grand? Two hundred? Two hundred dollars? Two thousand dollars? I don't know. Is there another safe? Is there a safety that's making exactly what is it? Sixteen million per year? Because then the sixty four oh two means he comes in over that safety, and that's why it's yeah. important. Like you're just barely clearing the mm. the uh, the the bar. Let me let me see if I can find it. What I read from this tweet is. Agents are becoming wiser about what media talks about in terms of contracts. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, players talk about that, too. But like the fact that he's talking about how much money they're getting in one year and two years, it's like this is what the media constantly just obsesses about. It's like, oh, how much cash is coming in the first two years? And it's like these agents are definitely playing to that um, that crowd. Two years ago, Harrison Smith signed a four year, sixty four million dollar deal. And the, the Jesse Bates deal is a four-year, $64.02 million deal. <laughs> yeah. He is the highest paid safe, fourth highest paid safety by average value by 5000 per year. He's 5000 per year more per year than Harrison Smith. That's why I got included in the tweet. 0. 0.02, baby. What a flex. I'm based. into it. I'm all about it. That's what I do when I renegotiate my contract at the ringer. I just find out what Heifetz makes and I ask for $1 more. <laughs> <laughs> Power move. We also forgot the big ticket item here. The Patriots are trading tight end Johnny Smith to the Falcons as a former Johnny. big ticket free agent heads elsewhere and creates space for doing this. Ian Rappaport It's for a seventh rounder. So said he's got, I know it's not Schefter, but he said former big ticket free agent. And then says it's for a seventh rounder. Meanwhile, Johnny Smith got paid almost a half million dollars per catch when he was in new England. I can't remember a single Johnny Smith play on the Patriots. <laughs> I think he got a couple a handoffs. Fumble. Yeah. Maybe. So Atlanta has a real tight end now. That's cool. Oh, God. Yeah. Diki, excited for John Smith to be the starting tight end over Calpits? Uh Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for him to catch more passes. Um, no, I think my initial reaction was like, this is so fucking annoying. But then the more that I think about it and, and people have sort of convinced me that he's going to get, he's going to be sort of like an H-back style guy, like a, you yeah. know, not even really a tight end. And he's going to be sort of like allowing the Falcons to flex Kyle Pitts out and be an actual receiver. Week one, Kyle Pitts is going to have two catches for 40 yards and John U. Smith is going to have five <laughs> catches for 60 yards. And I'm going to be so upset. My favorite <laughs> yeah. thing is that uh, 
they're the same weight. They're both around, uh, like, they're listed the same weight. John, who came into the combine 248, he's probably heavier than that. But they're around the mm-hmm. same weight. It's just Kyle Pitts is, th- like, almost four inches taller. So, they've got a real Burton Ernie going on in this tight end room. We're like, there's, there's, <laughs> there's different body types for sure. And then they got the, the Iowa fullback, Parker Hesse, who they also extended. So, the tight end fullback <laughs> room right now in, in Atlanta, real strong, baby. All right, we're deep. Dear God. All right, next up here. Schefter quoted someone who basically said the Andrew Wiley, the Chiefs right tackle, left the Chiefs. And Schefter quotes and says, Chiefs lose the starting right RT. And I'm like, why can't you just write right tackle? Especially because RT like, on just, Twitter just means a completely different thing, Shefty. You know what I mean? <laughs> literally has a meaning. It's kind of like when he doesn't put the hyphen in re-signing and it's like resigning. It's like, well, that's the opposite resigning. of resigning. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, so that's his drink. And then also, Schefter, former Jaguars apostrophe OT, Juwan Taylor reached agreement on a four-year, comma, uh, $84 million deal, including $60 million guaranteed with the KC Chiefs. <laughs> we, we know, so we know that where they are. Uh, deal negotiated <laughs> and confirmed by Drew Rosenhaus and Robert Bailey. That's two drinks for Rosenhaus, a drink for Robert Bailey. I would say another drink for the per sources followed by the two people who are the yeah. sources. And then a drink for each agreement and then KC Chiefs. So that's five. It's also, this it's kind one. of a flex because he's like, he's telling us he got this information from sources and then he confirmed it with the agents. Also, does he normally say GTD for, for guaranteed? Is that normal for Shefty? Oh, no. That is a bit of Copy an aberration. Wonder where that one came from. GTD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's my question. So we're recording this Tuesday. It's almost uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. I don't know what's going to happen, but Laramie Tunsil of the Houston Texans is left tackle for the Texans might get traded, been rumored to go to KC. And there's a theory that, because they're saying Jawan Taylor is going to play left tackle for the Chiefs. But they didn't say left tackle. The theory going around was LT. And it's like, was it L- Jawan Taylor LT? Or was it Jawan Taylor Laramie Tunsil? Or is this a conspiracy theory? Because Adam Schefter keeps freaking doing abbreviations mm. instead of the positions. But the point being, Jawan Taylor's never played left tackle. And so on one hand, is this crazy? But on the other hand, their old left tackle was Orlando Brown, who also had never really played left tackle. And so are the Chiefs basically trying to gamble on getting all these right tackles, trying to move to left to get more money as a market inefficiency? And like, is that a good idea? Yes, if you can actually do it consistently. I remain very skeptical that you can. When you talk to like tackles about making the switch, they really like, you know, like I forget who it was, but somebody once said it's like wiping with the other hand, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> like it, it, it yeah. sounds like it should be fine and easy and like achievable. But think about it, if you had a wipe with your left hand, you'd be worried about that situation. You'd be very concerned about how that went down. It would feel awkward. I uh, broke my so hand if, yes. in high school. So I how did that go? can confirm it's weird wow. as fuck. Like the, the way I always like to describe it is like if you fold your arms right now, like cross your arms, like you're angry at somebody, right? Like if you actually physically do it right now and then now look down see which arm is on top and now try to make the other arm be on top. So if your right arm is on top, now try to make it your left arm. <laughs> That's hard. Like, all right, you're still crossing your arms, right? It just feels weird. It just doesn't feel like you're crossing arms. It feels like you're doing something else. Like That's I'm very nervous. It, yeah. yeah, it's tough to switch from the right side to the left side. So if Andrew Heck, who's the offensive line coach there, Andy Heck, uh, if he has some magic sauce to regularly make good left tackles out of right tackles, sure. I just don't, I'll believe that when I see it. Try putting your pants on with the other leg first. That's another weird one. Or if you get out of the shower, try to wipe, like wash the water off you in like any way <laughs> other than the way you already way. do it. <laughs> yeah. You always do it the same way. Yeah. Oh, see, the great stuff. Wow. Okay. So now uh, whenever I think of the Chiefs offensive line, I'm going to be like, right, wiping with the other hand. Got it. <laughs> yeah, wipe with the other hand. Forever in my brain. Do it. Uh, 
All right, next one here. Saints restructured Michael Thomas's contract reaching agreement on a reaching agreement gets here every time on a one year ten million dollar deal that has a max value of fifteen million per source. Thomas staying in New Orleans. DK, there's five million of incentives in this deal. I assume that's what max value means. DK, how do you feel about this deal, with Michael Thomas? Considering your long-standing opinion that Michael Thomas doesn't really play football, we should start a we should start a raffle or something on who plays more games this year, Rashad Penny or Michael Thomas. Who, who, don't don't be you the do favorite. that. Don't do that to Rashad Penny. That's disrespectful <laughs> to Rashad Penny to compare yeah. him to Michael Thomas. Yeah. He's played what four games in three years. Get out of here! I don't know what over, the Saints are doing. Yeah. <laughs> over always, under, always with the Saints. Over always, under is man. like five games. We were games. at the combine and Michael Thomas was at the bar right next to it. Like at the bar, he's like right next to us. And it was, he like, did he get they, hurt? Did like, he slip and fall? <laughs> well, it's cause he hasn't done anything since he had literally just led the NFL and like catches and set the record and like, hasn't done anything since it's like, it, it's like he has not existed. And Odell Beckham too. Odell has like 900 yards since then. It's like oh since the pandemic, Michael Thomas and Odell were the two biggest stars. And now it's like Aaron Rodgers to beg the Jets to sign him for the veteran yeah. minimum. Speaking of uh, agent prompted tweets, did you see Tom Palacero tweeted out that uh, OBJ looks like a combination of Debo Samuel and Saquon Barkley out there at his workout? Come on. That sounds like a stepbrother. <laughs> it sounds like Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> Give me a fucking break, man. I'm so sick of hearing about... Beckham right now. Just he's oh, called the songbird of his generation. <laughs> uh, also, a few other house cleanings. As we were recording, Andy Dalton signed with the Panthers. Good for you, Andy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it was announced uh, Rogers is going on McAfee tomorrow at 10 Pacific. So I'm sure we'll figure uh, it out. On which Craig. he's going to tell us he's yeah. going to announce soon. He's right? definitely Craig, not going to say anything, right? <laughs> Can you imagine if he doesn't you, say anything? He's I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to. That's Stop so in it. his fucking bag <laughs> to not say anything and pussyfoot around it for an hour and then bail. <laughs> and he's supposed and, to and, fucking and, announce yeah. it after he got done with his stupid darkness retreat. I guarantee you, before he announces anything, he'll complain about something the media did in the coverage of him going to the Jets or not. That'll be the first thing out of his mouth. Like, well, the media will make you think that, like, I'm going to the Jets for sure. And, like, I don't know why they've just decided <laughs> that's the team I'm going to. Like, buddy, because <laughs> we can do the math. Craig, you missed the most important news. What? Adam Schefter, Vikings and all-pro long snapper Andrew DePaolo reached <laughs> agreement on a three-year, $4.025 million deal. Not just million deal. <laughs> that includes decimals, two. That's like gas stations. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That includes <laughs> $2.265 million guaranteed, comma, the largest guarantee given to a long snapper, comma, oh. per his agent, Sean Stellato. There's a house I want that costs $2.265 million. Just buy it for me. And they're like, done. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We have to inform the public that this is the largest guarantee for a long slapper snapper. They need to know. Five million. I can't a long slapper. I, what's a long slapper? Will Smith. The Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to treat the McAfee show like Chris Rock did his special, where everybody tuned in because they were waiting for the Will Smith thing, and he milked the entire special and didn't say it until the last five minutes. <laughs> Rodgers is not going to say shit until the last five minutes of that show. I guarantee it. All right, wait, you also Don missed Draper. the other incredible Schefter. Don this is also Draper. an unreal Schefter with all the backup QB movement comma. One team checked in this week with recently retired QB Chad Henney and made him an offer to return comma per source. Henney declined the offer and remains retired for now. Okay. Who cares? Adam? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> retired backup stage.
days retired? That's not news. <laughs> Respectfully, who gives a fuck, Adam? <laughs> this has 182 <laughs> quote tweets. I'm uh, guessing like 99% of them are just people being like, what I the fuck? I can't believe I read an entire <laughs> Vikings long snapper tweet and it was the next tweet that got, who cares, Adam Craig? Who cares, Adam? <laughs> this guy's not even in the just, league anymore and he's still not. Maybe when he gets the three decimals on the uh, Chad Henny offer, we can really talk. Okay, that's all we got. Thank you, DK. <laughs> Thank you, Solak. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Kai, for producing this episode. Thank you, Austin for just sitting in on this debauchery. Thank the you, vibes. Green State Lager of Zero Gravity Brewing, our favorite beer, my favorite Are beer. Are you trying Please to get sponsor sponsored? Us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he is. Sponsor sure. us, Zero Gravity. Just a shill. We also, uh, my cooler <laughs> I've had here, it's the, um, it's the True Waterproof True Zip. True Zip, if you want to sponsor us. Uh, he doesn't even want money. He just wants the actual beer. Well, most people try to plug things that have already paid them, but we don't get how advertising works. So we're plugging things in the hope. Is there anything you guys want to plug? Thank yous. Um, Budweiser. I'm still recovering. This is what we need to do. We need to put bottle openers on the bottom of beer beer (laughs) bottles so that you can open a new beer bottle with your current Mm. beer bottle. I actually think that is a thing, Craig. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Like they need to put something at the bottom of the beer bottle so you can open... Your next beer with Yeah, it. I've seen that. That You know how, like, uh, I can't remember if it was a plastic bottle or if it was actually a glass bottle, but you know how they have the little thing on the bottom that, like, you connect it when they're making the actual bottle? So, I, some company has it where they designed it where it turns into a bottle opener. Do you ever have those shoes, Reefs? Remember That's Reefs, what it was? Flops? Maybe that was yeah, what it the, was. The flip-flops had the bottle oh, openers, which I is gross now that I think about it. It's super gross. <laughs> you put your mouth on that. I know, do, but I was also uh, high how do they determine cool. which beer bottles are twists off versus non twist off? Like, what? Why are there two different options? Either make them all one way or all the other way. Big big twist off is uh, or big non twist off is still trying to hold the twist off down. Why big non twist off? Email us at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com if you know why they decide some are twist offs and some are not. Also, to do with it. <laughs> also, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Everything, Craig. Everything. It's the same cap. I don't understand. Is it like the grooves they have to like meld in, weld into the bottle? Like that costs more money, so they don't do it. No, it's like a Michelob Ultra is a twist off because I think that there's a toxic masculinity element of that. If you can twist it off, it's not a real beer. Like Bud Heavy can never have a twist off. Yeah, but a Coors then it's Light, not Bud Heavy. you can twist. You can twist off a Coors Light. You can't twist off a Pacifico. That makes no sense. But it's the same a light. ABV. <laughs> No. Coors Light's a light. You can twist off light beers, but like a heavy beer. I don't no, know. It's, I, you, you can twist off a Heineken. It's, but it, it, it's a green bottle. That's not a light see-through. beer. <laughs> They're all see-through. You're European. They don't have our legacy of toxic masculinity. <laughs> You're reaching like here, related. kid. This is a conspiracy. I, I need to know. It's money. Maybe maybe they <laughs> just own the, the bottle opener companies. Yeah, I maybe. Craig's Googling it. DK, you need to name a band. Oh, yeah. Method Man. Thank you, Method Man. Wow. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Did you say Lauren? I can't remember. I didn't think Lauren. I said yet, Lauren. It was in the mid- was I said it. Things. It was in the middle of the whole thing. Was- <laughs> if Lauren finds out, I didn't thank them. Also, right. Budweiser now has twift, twist off caps, hi, if it's For the Bud Heavies? Craig, you, you got to change yeah. the whole like manufacturing, Whoa. the whole distribution process. It's like there's a lot of things that are involved. But I imagine here. it was like a child safety thing, right? And then some beers, some companies are just like, screw it. 
we're not doing that anymore. We want people to twist it off so they can drink our beer and have another even faster. You know, I just, I don't, I don't know. I'd love to know. About, I'd love to have somebody inform me. They, they literally have caps that twist off of some beers now. Just that's caps. That's what, that's what yeah. You mean like, well, no, you're talking about, you're talking about like the actual twist off <laughs> flip ones. What are they called? <laughs> Danny's talking about <laughs> replacing the cap and twisting it back on. Oh, you're talking about twist offs. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what's yeah. the, what's the, dis, what are they called? What are the ones that you're talking about called? Twist tops? I don't know. But you're, you're talking about the reusable caps. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The cores that like they make this those is, like silver aluminum cans that you can twist on and off. Right. 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 Those right. taste yeah. weird. Also, Aaron Rodgers just went to the Jets. It actually just happened. Are you serious? Are you serious? First and a third. You're kidding yeah, me. First and a third. <laughs> you're Fuck. lying. I don't believe. No, I'm kidding. No, that didn't just happen. No, oh, I didn't buy it. I didn't There's buy no it. way. Not funny. I thought it was funny. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone.